And look at that. Just like that, the little red thing goes up there, and it says live. And look, I'm not oh. even at the microphone. <laughs> Amateur hour, DK. Amateur hour, indeed. Jeez. Happy Taco Tuesday. Does anybody actually have tacos on Taco Tuesday, or is that a thing? I actually just had some tacos. Well, I had some leftover steak meat, <laughs> so and I had some peppers and onion at the house. You know, I'm on my diet kick, right? So I was like, let me maximize these vegetables before uh, we go out of town. And I was just like, you know what? Boom, tacos. I had some low-carb tortillas. And I was like, let's go. Just like that. Well, yeah. speaking of let's go. Yeah. What were we headed to, DK? Talk to me. Waiting for you to. Oh, I missed the cue. I missed the cue. There it is. Yo. Look at that. That's what I get for calling you out right there. I'm amateur hour right now, DK. <laughs> That's what I get. That's all anybody wants is the bell. It's up and down the, the stream here. That's it, DK. Today is exactly one month in advance of the first full day of training camp. Yesterday, is the, yesterday was one month out from reporting date. This is one month out from the actual thing getting going. Mm -hmm. And we'll be that much closer to knowing what's up with this football team. Yeah. What I want to do here the next couple of days is to get into some of the other teams that the Steelers are going to be going head-to-head -head with. Which one of mm -hmm. those concerns you the most? And yeah. we have to start with Cincinnati. We just have to. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about the Bengals, the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is... Is the quarterback. Oh, yeah. And all yeah. those receivers. Yeah. Who are almost inseparable at this point in the discussion, right? They really are, DK. They are legit, man. And, and honestly, I am even more glad now that we went out and did something that counteracts counter what they did. They got a lot of receivers. We only got a DB in the second round, DK. That matters a lot. Well, that's a great way of looking at it. And let's start there, Moan, because it's okay. not – It's there's, there's a couple of ways to attack a team that's coming at you pass heavy, okay? Yeah. And the Bengals are going to do that. Part of my thinking – I just want to throw this in parentheses here. Joe Mixon can't be Joe Mixon forever, okay? He just yeah. can't. No. No, and, I agree with that. I mean, running backs' wheels fall off a lot earlier than his have. Yeah, they have. And they honestly have been speaking about that, too. I don't know if Joe Mixon was, you know, high on the list of priorities. I like Joe Mixon. I, I can't say that. But he's at that point now uh, in his career where you start to question it. Right, DK? He's 27 years old. He'll be 28 in July as it stands right now. He's at that point where it's make or break when it comes down to what his career is going to shape a up like. A lot of hard AFC North yards. A lot. Guy. Yes, it has been, DK. Uh, so wh where are you headed with him? You slow him down and make them go through the air a little bit more because, being honest, he does add a nice little balance to what they do offensively. Joe Mixon, if y'all just turning in. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know that you have to have people who can stop Joe Mixon regardless, and they have to be up front. I, I think when you're going after a, a team that's going to be as pass-heavy as Cincinnati should be, mm -hmm. what you have to have more than anything else is pass rush. Yep. Got that. Yep. Let's not pretend the season opener in, in Cincinnati last year didn't happen. That first half? Yes, on his back. 
he spent the whole half on his back. On his back, DK. <laughs> on his back. That that is very true. It's, I'll say this too, DK. Before we had even more down this path, the Bengals since I've been there have always had guys that kind of you know pump the heart. You know what I'm saying? Pac-Man is always – Burfick was one of those guys, man. Uh, Whitworth was a heart-pumping type of dude, right? They had a bunch of those dudes. On this team, though, it has been Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase as of late. Even though Joe Burrow is the guy that leads the way, the heartbeat that's pumping that team is those two. If you can minimize one of those guys starting, let's go with Joe Mixon. If you can get him out of it as far as, like, leading them, then I think you do find yourself in a position, say, can't run the ball because Joe's not working. Well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to get to the other Joe. And that's where you're right on your point, DK, to say best defense against him is to have him on his back, but to control the offensive flow for us as a team, as the Steelers. Keep them off the field because they can make plays. They can make plays, and they can make big splash plays too, which leads me to the other part of this, and I think you just kind of hinted at it, which is when you get these corners, you get Joey Porter Jr., you get Corey Trice Jr., you get Patrick Peterson. Yes, Mm -hmm. Cam Sutton is out of the equation now. Yes, But when you have these players and you have Minka back there and you have Minka versus the Bengals yeah. version of Minka back there. He hates those guys. He hates them. Yes, he does. I'll tell you what, there's one thing that he's been able to do. He he adopted the AFC style of ball oh. DK ASAP. Soon as he came into that locker room, he understood it, man. And I'm glad he did. All I'm saying is I don't think that the Bengals are unbeatable whether it comes to facing Pittsburgh or whether it comes to facing anything. And, Moan, I know you have strong yeah. feelings about this, but look, if these guys were that great, they did get to the Super Bowl the one time. They did. Okay, which is – that's an achievement. It is. Yeah. AFC Championship, especially especially that yeah. team. Yeah. Pulling it off. But I, do, I don't know, man. I don't feel – I don't feel – with the Bengals the way I did about the Chiefs. Well, you could tell right away when the Chiefs were coming, they were coming like a freight truck. And they showed it. There was nothing you could do about it, too. You know the other thing, DK, and you know I always go to business side of it, too, right? The business side of this, to me, is this. Cincinnati's entered into a world where they hadn't actually flowed mechanically perfectly, right? There's always a spark plug loose whenever their, their cylinders are firing, right, for my mm-hmm. car guys and ladies out there. How will they manage Joe Burrow's contract, which is on his way, Jamar Chase's, which is on his way, T. Higgins, which is a conversation, and also Joe Mixon's too. How will they manage this? And we're not even mentioning their defensive side of the ball, and they got ball players there. See, the thing is, is Burrow has been quoted recently as saying, you know, look, I understand my role that I have to play here from a payroll standpoint or whatever else. Give me a – I wish he would take the quarterback market. <laughs> show me the quarterback who does that. Ben arguably did it in the last couple of years. Well, yeah, he okay. did. And there's speculation that Tom may have done it too. I mean, say what you want from it. I don't know if they operate in that fashion when it comes to the Patriots versus the Bengals. Is that portion of it to me to where I say, can Cincinnati sustain being good with this amount of talent? And they have a whole lot of it, DK. Again, they do on offense. I'm still not wild about that defense, and I'm less wild yeah. about it after some key losses that they've had in that secondary uh, I don't know that you're going to see a Cincinnati defense that's going to hold up in the AFC North over I the long it. season. I'm serious here. I love it. No, I'm with you, DK. 
Uh, because this is the thing. They're, they're two guys they have, Sam Hubbard and Trey Henderson. They run hot. And we got a guy in Pittsburgh that runs hot all the time. So eventually something does happen. And I don't know what their depth is looking like when it comes down to the defense as far as stopping our run and getting out of their nose tackle that they have. Pretty solid. I got to give it to him, man. I'm finding his name. DJ Reader. Solid dude. But what do we say about those run stopping guys? You move them around real quick. You tire them out. That's the reason it's important for Keanu Benton to be a guy on our team that can rush the pass or not just be a two down player. We are in a better spot I think most people are going to give us when it comes down to the AFC North, and not always start with Cincinnati. Always, DK. I, 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 we always compete with them. We do, man. But, again, talent is what talent is. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, it'll be the only segment that matters, and we'll That's... also be welcoming a new member. Go ahead. Yeah, Mom. we will. That's Hey Moan, DK. Simply put, Hey Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Hey. I'm, I'm typing up the web address here for everybody to become a member. Yeah. And you can see here that that is, uh, if I can find it, there it is. There it is, DK. Man, struggling a little bit today. DKPS.net slash join <laughs> is where to go to become a member. Uh, it's 99 cents a month. You get access yeah. to all these cool emojis that you see everybody showing off here, plus some brand new ones uh, mm-hmm. that we just added. Alas, we still haven't brought back the Browns helmet as the poop emoji, but maybe we can do that for just one day this week whenever we do bring up the Browns here. I wanted to call attention here to a couple people. Tico Robinson comes in as a new YouTube member here with us. Up, welcome. Tico? Welcome. That's that's awesome. And there's one other one I saw. Uh, Victor Simmons is up here. Uh, he's with us as well now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Phil correctly points out, it's more burning of the uncle table. That's basically <laughs> what's happening here. You know what, Moan? There's got to be people here who don't yeah. know what the heck that means. Maybe we should, you should do a refresh them. Yeah. The, the uncle table is this, man. Everybody know we're having a family cookout. You understand, man? Everybody's communicated the entire time. Hey, I got chips. I got burgers. Somebody brings steaks, man. The, the, the rich uncle of the family, right? Somebody brings something. We got beer that's coming in. We got sodas coming in. We got everything, okay? But there's always those one or two uncles that just show up empty-handed. You know, they get the biggest plate. They talk the most trash. They tell the biggest lies. Victor shows up empty-handed without any emojis. He wants to know what's going on. I'm sure I'm sure our yeah. group will help you finding those, Victor. But they sit at the uncle's table is all we're saying, DK. They sit at the uncle's table. They bring nothing to the, nothing to the conversation but conversation. Nothing to the cookout but conversation. And just like that, Clay becomes a member. Hey. And Late Level comes in, also a member. Uh, yeah. David has pulled himself away from the uncle table. He's now sitting with the fun people. Yeah, he don't get the generic sodas anymore, man. He get the name brand sodas now, DK. We're going to get rolling with the Hey Moan segments here. And don't forget yeah. that there's a Hey Moan emoji to go with your little terrible towels and yes. your Ramones and your 73s and everything else here. Uh, Matthew asks, Hey Moan, seeing the training camp tickets are on sale today, and that is accurate. Can you explain why the Friday night light session 
is so special. I'm thinking of heading down. You should head down. You get as close to the players as you possibly can by without being on the field. That's first and foremost. All guys, including your franchise quarterback and your wide receiver and Cam Hayward and J- uh, TJ, what I almost call him, JJ, will be out there too. But it really is just a community thing. I don't think you're going to see a better crowd come out than what Latrobe presents to you. The fireworks show after the uh, scrimmage that we'll have. And it's just set up in a way that it becomes very personable, DK. Like, I, I think that's the it, it's very personable. You can hear the clacking of the pads, the crowd, the theatrics that go along with it. It's beautiful. It's everything about Latrobe, DK. If you're a fan, it's beautiful. Well, just to be clear here, Friday Night Lights does not happen at St. Vincent College. No. Okay, that's an important point to make here. It happens at Greater Latrobe Memorial High School, which is a, mm-hmm. a, a couple miles away from there. Um, it's a little more challenging from the logistical standpoint. Moan yeah. wouldn't know about that because those guys, those guys getting these police escorts and do. choppers and machine guns everywhere. Like, <laughs> they don't sit in traffic, those guys. Yeah. Uh, they take seven buses to take 20 people all spread yeah. out. Everyone has their own multiple rows. Anyway, you get there and it's, it's a high school atmosphere. Now the thing is that this confuses some people, they get there and they think that they're going to see a game. Yeah. It's not a game. No, it's not a game. It, it's, it's set up like Friday night. That is football in, in your hometown. And they got the lights on the players are there. We're, it's a good time, DK. It really is. I think management, yeah, ownership is there. Management is there. The scouts is there. Everybody's there. And you get more game setting, uh, more more type of, more of a game setting type of practice. It's really a dress rehearsal for us, too. More members coming in. Clay, who's already a member, comes in with a $5 contribution and asks, Hey, Moan, how do you see Spencer Anderson fitting in with this offensive line? Do you think his experience at every position will make him a valuable piece. Man, do we never talk about Spencer We don't Anderson. talk about Spencer. We don't. I feel bad. Uh, Clay, I appreciate you bringing that up because he deserves that highlight being a seven-round guy. Biggest thing that he brings, his size and his, uh, his, his low pay. He's a seventh-rounder. You have that portion of it right there to me. He's played at Maryland with Coach Tomlin's son for a little bit. So Coach T knows what type of guy he is because he's got a first-hand scouting. His value is just that. All Spencer has to do in his first year, DK, and you let me know if I'm wrong, show some angriness that he's competent enough to handle the plays and be a pro and gradually get better. He is a valuable piece of it because there has to be somebody who's a swing guy. There has to be somebody that can be the game day seven, and he can be one of those guys in year one if he gains that experience, man. I think he fits in well, especially at his value. Well, the thing – about somebody who's taken that late no offense or not taken at all no that's beautiful to me it's the game it's the business it's, is you got to have an awareness and you got to have a goal the awareness is okay what is my ceiling etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. what do they perceive my ceiling to be yeah and from there what's my goal well, my goal is to get work in the national football league it is and, okay and- so where do you take that and with all the hoopla of dan moore chooks Broderick Jones that he was drafted with and James Daniel. It's a very solid group. Isaac coming in. Do not be looking around. You focus in on you and get better day by day. That is what I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just yeah. Think when you're, you're coming in like that, you, you've got to have an awareness. And the fact that he can play multiple positions will 
Not yeah. should, but will give him an advantage. It's so helpful. Over anybody who, who can't do that. As a, as, a, as a young guy, I'll say this. Th- there's a saying. The more you can do, the longer you stay around. Mm-hmm. The fact that Spencer Anderson got five positions he can play, he has a real big opportunity to stick around for a long time. A little bit of coin comes in with, I think this is the last year for the Bungles to have a shot at the Super Bowl. And when we win the AFC North, it'll make that even harder for them. Thank you. Uh, that window is what it is. L- LBC is what I call you. LBC, it really is. Uh, it's just simply because when you're hot, you got to strike. I don't know if Cincinnati is prematurely getting to that point. Uh, and what was that, Burrow, second or third year? Mm-hmm. It may have been a lot because then you do kind of find yourself chasing and chasing and chasing it, going to pay $30 million for a left tackle in Orlando Brown Jr. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's got to go right because I think Orlando Brown essentially just got a two-year deal. And, of course, I just mentioned the contract situation that Cincy has to manage. They got to manage Burrow. They got to manage Chase. They got to manage T. Higgins. Joe, DK, you know I'm not lying. There's a lot that's got to go on. There's a lot that has to happen. Bob Schreiner makes me laugh on a fairly regular basis. Says Joe Mixon in year seven is about as scary as the kid on Halloween who rings your bell in a Superman costume in a wheelchair. God bless the kid, by the way, yeah. for, for getting around the neighborhood in a Superman costume. All right, Nobody's yeah. poking fun at that. No. But Joe Mixon is not going to be, which is Bob's callous point there. Yeah, no, absolutely not, man. Uh, DK, and this is the thing, too. When within the AFC North, all things fair and game when it comes to trash talking. Cincinnati tormented us with all the stuff they said about our players and locker room and coach. Let Baltimore have it, Cincinnati and Cleveland. It's a free for all to me, DK. Congrats to KP8 on getting married, says Luke. Yeah. I'll join in on that. Yeah, congratulations, man. That's your stability, DK. Say what you want to about that. No, stability there's, there's, there's and also, love. and also getting it, you don't want to be doing that stuff in season living the life is what okay. you're saying <laughs> just you know get all the hard stuff the organizing the honeymoon or whatever else get it all out of the way now this is when everybody takes their vacation by the way in the national football league it is it really no, is. no for real okay. no i yeah. know there shouldn't be probably many people in pittsburgh except for young guys yeah antoine comes in with a basically a cheer cry says the steelers are going to take the afc north and the nfl by surprise we come in we do better He's, underneath as underdogs. He says, uh, Thomas comes in with an interesting one. Hey, Moan, I'm not asking for names, but did you ever have any issues with teammates, whether it was work ethic or if they were just toxic in the workplace? And if you did, how'd you manage those? Uh, we managed them because we were always transparent with one another. That's the first thing that comes about with it. Uh, we had a young guy, man, a lineman that was a phenomenal specimen. Um, but we knew he had a bit of a drinking problem and we knew he had uh, some issues family back home. And we used to just try to get him to understand, look, number one, we got to handle what you can handle. That's your drinking. We can't have you in situations where a car ends up in a bad situation with you in it and somebody on the other side. We attacked that situation head on and I'm not naming names. It's probably somebody you will not ever guess. But we saw a lot in this guy. He just simply did not make it happen. Uh, but it was so much freaking talent there, man. I hate it for him and his situation. But you talk about it. You don't leave any stone unturned when it comes down to that type of stuff. That's uh, 
All I want to know is who it was, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, I, I can't tell you because. Uh, said no yeah, names, no yeah, names. No names, yeah. Uh, uh, but it gets handled in front of that person, not behind that person's back. And, again, I'll always say this. Uh, Coach Tomlin and his staff and the front office, Mr. Rooney them, they do a good job of being personal and keeping personal stuff away from guys like DK and now myself, too. Uh, Mark Lancaster says some members of the media have clowned on Kenny Pickett saying it's the only ring he'll get. Moan, do you feel that Kenny deserves a little more respect than this? Can I jump in for a second? Please go off. Mark, I'm going to help you out with something here. When you say some members of the media, come come back to me. I'm going to put your answer on the screen here as to what it is that you're talking about. I don't need names, but if you're talking about talk show hosts, generally speaking, you are not talking about members of the media. And I really, really mm -hmm. don't like when these get confused. There are people who are on the scene covering the team mm -hmm. as reporters, and they get lumped in. We get lumped in yeah, with everybody who's got a microphone everywhere, okay, who don't come and cover the team. And it's just very, very different. Well, okay. And then now it's not even Woods says media sounds like social media. No, no, it's not that. No. Nah. Okay. Media means people who are covering the team. Are you credentialed or not? Are you in or are you not? It's yeah. It's as simple as that. So when you say some members of the media are clowning on KP8, I could go through the list of every single person who covers the Pittsburgh Steelers and assure you that that did not happen. Go ahead, Moan. And not just to add to that, too, and I'm going to say this as being a podcast guy now, too, a lot of people start podcasts that have big voices, too. That also doesn't go through the school of journalism. I notice that's really splitting hairs when we talk it's about. It's not hey, though. It's a difference. I, I know, but a lot of those, a lot of those guys, including myself, look at themselves as being valid, right? DK, when you talk about, man, now I got a following and people listen to me. Not everything comes through or have the journalistic background that a guy like DK has that, no, you can't plagiarize. If you have a source, you have to say that. If Like, there are so many checks and, and balances. And you and I had those conversations because you've written articles for us yes. for DK Pittsburgh Sports. And a couple of times on pretty sensitive issues, okay? Remember, we wrote we wrote about social – and you yeah. wrote about social injustice yeah. at the time. Uh, I say we because we had you and a staffer writing at mm -hmm. the same time on, on yep. similar subjects. I did a piece on it. That was serious stuff, and you yeah. couldn't just – Lottie died with the facts the way we, mm -hmm. you and I can on this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I take that journalism stuff. That's why I always say I'm a small J journalist. DK is a big J journalist, okay? So nobody, nobody in the Pittsburgh media is hating on Kenny. Let's be real, yeah. real clear on that. And nobody was going at you either, Mark. It's just that I'm with DK on that type of stuff. I The jokes are part of social media, but those dudes aren't Pittsburgh media when it comes down to it, or NFL media, if we're being honest. Yeah, see, Mark comes back. He says, apologies. I don't need to apologize. I'm, no, I'm, no need I'm to glad apologize. you brought it up. That's that's yeah. why I put it on the screen, and that's why I just put this on the screen, too. It's not apologies. I just I want to set that record clear for everybody. Yeah. That when you're listening to a talk show and someone is, ah, 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 just like we are here now. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that ain't media. And also, too, if you ever want to get DK riled up, lump him in with those guys. <laughs> That's a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That'll get the bell going. <laughs> uh, Timothy yeah. Waters says, again, regarding Kenny, that talking heads in the national media and fantasy world say he's limited, not great, solid at best. They just look at numbers. What's the number that matters, Moan? Wins and losses, okay. DK. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Let me say this, too. 
everybody, Tim, from the Uncle Sable, my brethren. Hey, everybody's is marginalized. Everybody has their plus and their minuses. Everybody got something. I promise you that they're weak at. And you try to minimize it as much as you possibly can, okay? Like, there is no perfect player in the NFL. TJ, not perfect. Cam, not perfect. Mason Cole, not perfect. Like, that whole idea that you're going to get a, a Tom Brady mixed with a Patrick Mahomes mix, mixed with a Peyton Manning, that don't exist, y'all. And if he is a, a game manager, what matters in the end, DK? I, I understand that it's just the W or the lack thereof. And I'm going to get off that soapbox and leave it alone. Everybody is a game manager in the NFL. It's a matter of what kind of positional plays that you make that you're memorized, that so you're remembered true. by. So true. And I'm going to Everybody jump. got issues, y'all. I'm going to jump on the soapbox because okay. you can get a soapbox and other great things at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, Ooh. where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Daniel Pike is not one of them, but Daniel Pike went out of his way to, to inform me that I or, or remind me that I need to be doing this. Three expert yeah. chefs. They fine-tune every detail, Moan, so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to as craveability. Mm -hmm. Order your favorite entry at Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it, because Daniel Pike does. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Uh, this was a good one from the uncle's table. DK, I got to get him one right here. Hey, Mo, did you ever forget the play? Heck yes. <laughs> How did I never ask you that? Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, so let me tell you what gets you when you miss, like when you forget the play, trying to remember the snap count. Wait, 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 wait. How often did this occur is all Maybe I want to know. Maybe once or twice. Like, it wasn't a whole lot. Like, in your life or a in year? My, in my, my, my professional career. Like, and everybody, like, forgets. Like, what? What was that play? What? Which way are we going? Like, you see players run into each other. That's a brain fart on somebody to where you miss a player. So, yeah, it, it happens a lot, actually. Yeah, it's, everyone's still coming back with this Kenny stuff. Just manage a win. Kenny, yeah. if you tell me what Kenny – is physically incapable of doing. Yeah. Like I, the only thing I can think of is that he can't zip a ball the way Patrick Mahomes can. Okay. Who can? <laughs> That's it. He's the and, list. And Josh Allen can, but it's too much. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Josh Allen can, but he wants the finesse in it. He's throwing it through people's chests. Exactly. So which one do you want? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's too much. Everybody notices that we have people here in the shop. Listen, yeah. you know what, you you lurkers and stalkers? <laughs> you can just come down here and say hello to us. We're at 224 Fifth Avenue. We're wide open to Fifth Avenue. We sell merchandise in addition to having all this other good stuff going on. You know, you don't have to just, I'm going to turn on the show and I'm going to see if I can yeah. find news in the back there. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I got one, man, that's really good too, DK. It came in earlier, man, from my guy, John Saboni. He's like, hey, Mon, is there any player – uh, past, future, present, you will have liked to play for or against. I got Ooh, one player. He used wow. a big rage, too. I got one player, and I've always just been a fan of the dude, man, and that's Jerome Bettis. Oh, that's good. Jerome Bettis, man, because I just think, number one, I think he was probably one of the best damn teammates you could ever have, and just the style in which he had to use adversity, because people always like said about like Bettis' size. It didn't matter. Because when Sunday, Monday night hit, guess what he was doing, DK? Running all over people, man. Yeah. I'd have loved to been a fly on the wall to block for a guy like Bettis. Like, Bettis is 
he's one of my guys. I was just like, I'm a like, dude, I'm gonna shake your hand, but I want to hug you because I've always looked up to you. Yeah, it, the the bus is uh, legit. There are some people who do that stuff as a shtick or can be kind of two faced about it. Yeah. Uh, the bus is all the way down, man. There, there's, yeah. there, there's no act there at all here. MH comes in with uh, an interesting question. He uh, says, I, I love both of you. I'm from Qatar in the Persian Gulf. Uh, I am the Steelers diehard. Yeah. Not to be confused with us Steelers diehard. I'm poking fun at you. I, I, yeah, I love but, it. But he is the, he might mean it, too. Yeah. He is the Steelers diehard. The Steelers will win the Super Bowl after three years because they will be more experienced, and Matt Canada is a pain in the. See, it's now a global phenomenon. It's global. The Over man can there, even go. In the Arabian Peninsula, they're throwing darts <laughs> at Matt Canada pictures. I hope I don't ever be that bad, DK, where I'm known worldwide, baby. Golly, that's tough. I, I, my response to that, MH, is that I, it, it, three years doesn't mean anything that, it, because you're going to, you can talk about how much more experienced or whatever older certain guys will be, but you're also not going to have Cam Hayward in three years. You're just not. I'm sorry. Well, if this is year two of Kenny's, is hoping, is what I'm hoping, you might get Cam for one more. That's what not, I was going to say, not for too. Three. Not for not three, for three. I, for, but for one one more. Though. This is what I will say about Kenny real quick, though, too. Usually we're still going to see growth. It's usually three years of growth to where you're going to see what your quarterback's going to be. So take that. That's tough. I, Worldwide hate. Wow, look at this. Look what we get here. And DK challenged Boss to a kick for the Steelers considering he outkicked his coverage oh, with wow. Dolly. God, it just won't stop. Slap Murphy says, how great will it be for KP8? <sighs> To show the 19 teams in front of the Steelers that they made a huge mistake. That's fair. Uh, it would be great for them, but this is the thing, though, too. No team in front of them needed a quarterback that year. That's the only pushback I really kind of have for you. And Kenny was the only one to go in the first round. So I had never heard Kenny get all this or that about its team. That team disappointed yeah. me, or I was in there meetings with them and dinner and everything and it's just you know i've never heard that from him but just for that reason everyone was waiting on the steelers to take either kenny pickett or malik willis malik willis there's been two i think most obvious picks and that's been i think kenny pickett was one in my time i've seen been around the steelers and the other one was marquise there was one team. Remember that we thought there was one team that was going to take Kenny, and then when they didn't, we knew Kenny was going to fall to the Steelers. Somebody oh, remind Lord. me of that. What was that? Uh, I don't remember who it was, DK. Uh, but those are the two most obvious picks in recent history. And Najee. Najee was also the most obvious. Najee was incredibly obvious. It there was, was so – Here, yeah. slap points out. It was Detroit. Detroit, yes. Yeah, yes, it was. It was. Yeah, we were sure the Lions were going to – wait a second, No. You sure it was? I don't know if it was. The it Saints. was for me. It was the wait a second, it's the Saints. But what about? Hang on a second here. Uh, I don't. This one's on you, Big J journalist. One. I forget this See, one now. Panthers. But then, but then Gene comes in with the Colts. I, I'm telling you, I, I think it's the Saints, and I'm starting to get a bunch of because the Saints, Saints were right there in that area. It was Saints or Atlanta or New Orleans. It was because Atlanta took. A Ritter in the third round. It was no quarterback. It was Kenny, then no quarterbacks, then a run on quarterbacks. It went Malik, Ritter, and I think one more guy. I think it was Atlanta. 
We're going to take a couple more today because I got to head over to PNC Park to cover some great offensive baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I all, the bats over there, they're just sizzling. They're on fire. You can feel the heat all the way across the river here. Got a feeling that's a lot, DK. Antoine <laughs> says, hey, Moan, can a quarterback make his throwing arm stronger and gain more zip? Uh, you know what a, a strong arm comes down to? Confidence. It's like a pitcher. Like, if a pitcher can throw up the 101, but he can only control it at, at 95, you're only going to get 95. That, to me, is exactly what I think a strong quarterback arm is as far as fitting it in tight windows. Do you have the cojones to actually believe you can fit it in there? Because most of the quarterbacks can't. Only time you question it is when you say, I mean, can, how, how deep can a, a guy throw the ball? Most passes aren't more than 40 yards at a time, right, DK? So That's about a, right. That's a, about right. Yeah, I mean, Kenny a, can get it 40 he, yards. He, oh, he can easily. hit the distances. Yeah. I mean, he was just doing it now in, in, in uh, OTA's minicamp. That's not an issue. I think it's just, do you call yourself a gunslinger or not? That's what it really boils down to, DK. He wants to throw a catchable ball. That was the way Calvin Austin put it to me. He said yep. he throws a catchable ball. That's yep. all we care about. We don't care about the force or the velocity. We haven't bullied anybody today, Moan. We have not bullied anybody today, DK. Welcome, Alan Dennison. What's up, Al? AD? You're yeah. going to regret this one, Al. <laughs> AD, I'm talking about real good statement right here, man. Real good statement. But we can't even take it serious, DK. Yeah, it's not. You brought no snacks to the cookout. No and snacks to the cookout. He all, showed up. He didn't even bring potato salad. And nobody wanted his potato salad nope. in the first place. I wish you would bring that. Alan, what we need from you is this, AD. I feel like we know you because you're uncle. We need this. Yes. We need to go ahead and become a yes. member, man, so we can take you more serious. Now you're the uncle that's playing around on the side and just chilling like get off the uncle table ad that's all we're asking man dkps.net slash join is the place for alan to go we're getting close to 500 remember we had actually once topped 500 and now we're getting close to it again we're seven members away from getting back to 500 remember that our ultimate goal here when we throw the big party and deliver merchandise yeah will be when we get to a (laughs) thousand see and alan can take it too he can take it. <laughs> Come on, Alan. Come on, Alan. I don't see green there. We need to see green. Yeah. Steelers girl says, hey, Moan, will you be at the Titans game in Pittsburgh? Yes, I will. I will be there. Uh, I wanted to come up with camp, but I got a lot of other stuff going on in between that time. Uh, but that's, yes, I'll be there for that You're game. You're on the board at St. Vincent College, right? Uh, yes, yeah, I am. I got to get yeah. more active, too. But I am on the board. Uh but yes, DK, I will be up for that. And I'll be up that Wednesday, so we can probably do something uh, at the shop. So let's plan it. I got somebody next door you'd want to see as well. That's my dude, man. Yeah. Shay, Shay's here. <laughs> That's my dude. Oh, man, I had a random call from Jarvis Jones today. I bet you didn't imagine that happened oh, on the podcast. My man, 95. A, I know people have it. They all think I negative thoughts Jarvis. because it didn't work out. Okay. But yeah. there is not a better guy. Such than a solid dude. Jones. He goes. Well, he ended up uh, mistakenly calling. He's meant to call his former teammate Rambo, but he called Ramon instead. And I was like, "You mean to call me?" He was asking me, "Was it my birthday?" And I'm like, "No." Nah. I was like, "Jarvis, what's going on, man? Let's rap." We talked like 25 minutes on the phone, just catching up. He is doing really good at Georgia too, by the way. He's on their staff coaching if you watch college football you know what george is up to what a coach he'll make too i once yeah. asked him i was at his locker stall and i asked him to, to just give me a video to demonstrate something something some kind of technique yeah. uh-huh 15 minutes later i had the video 
Did you? He went into such excruciating detail. It's like, dude, just sack some people because we'd love you. Just get back there and sack people. We can talk about that because that's a fine line, DK, from Mm -hmm. like being a a really good player, great, to like being a really good coach, man. You know it. It's a matter of getting your body to do certain things. Yeah, that's right. Now, um, yeah, Phil says he's going to miss all this. I don't know what you're missing, Phil, because we're wrapping up here because I got to I got to go. And somebody wanted some love, man. Kevin, Kevin, we'll give you some love, man. Maybe I'll get some love at some time. Kevin, there you go, man. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. I don't know, DK. He just wanted some love. Is Kevin a member? Yeah, he's a member. Big member out here. Kevin, we're just going to leave you on the whole show now. Yeah, go grab, go grab AD, man, so we can get him over here. Come on, Alan. Yeah, exactly. What we got going on? All kind of love over here. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Um, Like I said, I got to do other work here today and everything else, and we'll be back tomorrow with another one of these. On hump day, y'all. Come on, man. Come right. That's right. That's right. Don't hang around. There's absolutely nothing to hang around for either, DK. No, no, there never is. There never is. No, not this time. Not this time. What is that? Hey, hey, this is what I have for Spencer Anderson. When you ask me how valuable it is, uh-huh. hard work beats time. I keep this close for my kids. I like it. I like it. Hard work beats talent. If you're a seven-round draft pick, you better work hard because a lot of others in front of you had talent. Well, he's got talent, too. I that doesn't mean you had talent. It's just, you don't get drafted doesn't mean you don't have talent. But for a guy like him, he needs to show his hard work to survive first is what I'm saying. It's it's it, There's a chronological – that was yes, kind of the is. point that I was making, right? Yeah. You yes. tell me. You lived it. I it didn't. Roger Jones, you, you know he got it, right? to survive before you do anything else. 100%, and that's where that hard work comes into play. Like, nobody's going to question Roger Jones, right? Nope. No. <laughs> but they're going to question Spencer Anderson. Uh, you could come. You could come in six hundred pounds overweight yeah. as a first round pick, and yeah. they're not cutting you in your first camp. They're gonna work you down. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Y'all be cool, man. We love y'all, man. Hey, uh, Ad, we'll get you over here to the uh, out of the uncle's table soon. Yeah, let's do that. All right, tomorrow. See y'all. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs>